The final reading comes from Paul's first letter to the Thessalonian Christians, chapter 4, and this will serve as the basis for our meditation this afternoon. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who have fallen asleep, so that you do not grieve in the same way as the others who have no hope. Indeed, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, then in the same way we also believe that God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep through Jesus. In fact, we tell you this by the word of the Lord. We who are alive and left until the coming of the Lord will certainly not go on ahead of those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up in the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. The Gospel of the Lord. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Dear loved ones of Garnet Haggerty, especially you, dear Tom and Richard, how would you describe forever? You know, forever is very difficult for us to wrap our minds around. Our lives last only a limited amount of time from conception to death, and so the best we can do is try to describe forever. Now, there's some things in life that may seem like they take forever when they really don't. Maybe you might even be thinking this sermon is already taking forever. While other things, they seem like they take forever because we have to wait for them. Yeah, you, for example, you're waiting for a baby to be born or a, a wedding date to finally arrive or for a loved one to arrive from long distance or maybe it was traveling through stormy weather and yet the baby is born, the wedding happens, the loved one arrives home safely. But what about those times that can truly be described as forever? This afternoon, while you may not have expected it, Jesus comes to you today through his word and has comfort for your heart. He brings you comfort that I pray will stay with you long after the Kleenex and the flowers and the condolences pass. Comfort that only Christ, our Savior, can provide. You see, death always leaves behind questions. Questions about forever. Will you see your loved one again, or, or is she gone forever? The truth is, death makes forever rather frightening, even for Christians, and yet Jesus responds to that fear with hope and comfort that dries your tears and gives you confidence in him, confidence that lasts forever, confidence that he gave to Garnet. Let's hear what Jesus has to say. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about those who have fallen asleep, so that you do not grieve in the same way as the others who have no hope. Indeed, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, then in the same way we also believe that God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep through Jesus. You know, something is different about the comfort that Paul provides here. It sounds different than the comfort you typically hear when, someone, when you lose a loved one. Paul doesn't comfort them by focusing on their departed loved ones. He doesn't comfort them by reminding them or telling them how good their loved ones were or how memories of them will live on in their hearts and minds. The fact is, good memories of loved ones are good things. They're blessings from God. 
Recalling how they influenced or impacted your life, that's a good thing. But if all you have are memories and recollections, then they're only empty comfort. To offer only good memories leaves those left behind without lasting hope. As we know well, we can forget. After all, what hope is there in being told that your loved one was a good person when God's word tells you and me that there is no one who is righteous, not even one? And every one of us deserves sin's wages of death. That's been the case for every single human being going back to our first parents when they disobeyed God. The sad reality of death comes to every single one of us because we all fall short of God's holy standards. Sadly, we all deserve to hear the curse of God's holy law. You are dust, and to dust you will return. Not just physical death, but eternal death. Garnett recognized that. She knew that. She understood that about herself, and that's what fills us with fear about death. That's what fills us with grief at a loved one's death because death ruins our lives and the lives of others. Yet the Lord does not abandon you in your grief. And that's what Paul's getting at here. He does not leave you to wallow in despair or in the fear of forever after death. Instead, he reminds you that, he, that God did something about this. He didn't let death win. God is the only one who could and did, and that gives you real hope. It gives you real certainty, real confidence. That changes your grief from that of everyone else around you. You see, when a loved one dies in the Lord as a believer, yeah, we grieve. Even Jesus wept at the tomb of his friend Lazarus, but we also rejoice for that loved one because that loved one is with Christ forever. That's an assurance based on the biblical fact of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. Indeed, if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, then in the same way we also believe that God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep with Jesus. You know, Garnett knew all too well her own faults and sins. She knew what sin had done to her life and how it had, the sins of others had impacted her life. She knew about all of that. She knew that she deserved God's eternal condemnation for her sins. She knew she needed a Savior. And yet by God's grace, through the faith that the Holy Spirit planted in her heart through God's word, Garnett also knew and confessed that Jesus had suffered that punishment for her in her place. She even knew that at the end, when mind and body were failing. She knew her Savior from sin and death, not because she was such a great mother or grandmother or great-grandmother or great-great-grandmother or wife or friend or because of anything she had done for her family or her friends or her church, but purely because of God's undeserved love for sinners like her through Jesus Christ. By faith in Christ alone, Garnett knew that when Jesus declared from the cross, it is finished, that Jesus had taken all of her sins away. I know, because she told me. She knew she was forgiven through Jesus. She was forgiven and she was assured of that forgiveness by Christ's victorious resurrection from the dead. Garnett knew that because Jesus' tomb was empty, someday her grave is going to be empty too. And above all, Garnett knew that since Jesus had died for her and risen again for her, therefore Jesus would one day bring her and all believers in Christ to be with him in the glories of heaven forever. That's exactly what Jesus did for Garnett. 
That's the comfort the Lord has for you today. Comfort that lasts forever. Losing your mother, your grandmother, your great-grandmother, great-great-grandmother, losing your friend hurts terribly. But the Lord dries your tears. He fills your heart with hope and certainty and comforts and reassures you with these words, Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Such simple words. But they are words that change lives forever, and they change your life too. They change Garnett's long life from childhood on. They're the reason the word of God and worship and the Lord's Supper were so important to Garnett. They're the reason why she wanted to make sure that God's word was important in your lives too. They're the reason that in her final days when she was so troubled with mind and body failing that when she heard the word of God in Psalm 23 and in the Lord's Prayer and in the blessing, all of that cut through her confusion and she became quiet with peace and calm in her Savior. I know because I saw it. Simple good news of Jesus changed her life. Those words, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again, they're the difference between eternity in heaven and eternity in hell. They are the reason Garnet now enjoys a glorious eternity with her living Savior right now and with mind and body whole. They are what makes every Christian's funeral a Christian victory service because they are all about Jesus. That Jesus, the ruler of heaven and earth, abandoned the comforts and glories of heaven to put himself in our place in this world full of sin and death and, and the sadness. He perfectly obeyed every command of his Father's holy will because we couldn't, and then he took on death, that terrible enemy that has terrorized every human being going back to our first parents. He suffered the punishment of hell in our place, but never gave up. That fight took him to a, a cross on a lonely hill. But there Jesus suffered that just punishment we all deserve for our sins. Yet he destroyed the power of death forever by abandoning his tomb three days later on Easter morning. Jesus did all that for Garnet, and Jesus will bring with him those who have fallen asleep through Jesus. Someday that same Jesus will come in glory and power to bring all the dead in Christ and all believers still living to be with the Lord forever. If Jesus kept his promise to pay for your sins by his own death, if he kept his promise to conquer death by his own resurrection, then surely he will someday, someday bring you to be with him forever in heaven as he promised. My friends, that comfort gave Garnett confidence in Christ to the end of her life and that comfort dries your tears today. Someday you will see your mother, your grandmother, your great or great great grandmother, your fellow believer again gathered with all believers in Christ around the throne of the Lamb of God and yet that won't be the best part of all. It'll be wonderful but it won't be the best part of all. No, the best part is that you will be with your Lord. You will be with your living Savior forever. You will see him face to face and you will enjoy his victories over sin and death and all the forever blessings that come with them for all eternity. And what a glorious day that's gonna be. The first day of forever. What a glorious reality to be one of the countless saints triumphant from every nation and tribe, people, and language rejoicing around the throne of the Lamb who took away the sins of the world. 
What a blessed reality that Garnett enjoys even now. On November 16th, Garnet Hagerty fell asleep in Jesus, who died for her and rose for her and will come back again. After nine decades of waiting, after all those moves and all the ups and downs, joys and sorrows and, and challenges and all of that, and all that from foster care to memory care, Garnet awoke to see her living Savior in all his gracious glory with his nail-scarred hands open wide, welcoming her home to heaven. On that day, Jesus made all things new. And now Garnett is with her Lord forever. Body and mind made new, confident in Christ forever. By God's grace, through faith in Christ, a time will come when we too will see our Lord in glory and be with him forever. May that fill us with confidence in Christ. Now, and forever. Amen.